Greater Kanawha Valley Foundation is proud to present Philanthropy and Friends, the podcast that explores the positive impact of philanthropy and nonprofits in our communities. With your host, Jane Powell. Hi, my name is Jane Powell. Welcome to Community Connections, brought to you by the Greater Kanawha Valley Foundation. This is a show showcasing community involvement. Today I have a very heartwarming story to tell and a guest that's going to share some information with us. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you for having me. So let me get this right. Major Jane. Oh, another Jane. I love that. Yep. Major Jane May, Area Commander of the Salvation Army. Yes, my husband and I moved here at the end of June to be the Area Commanders of Charleston. Oh, so welcome. Thank welcome you. to the show. Welcome to the area. Um, I, this is the time of year, I think, when everyone thinks of Salvation Army. I know that you're very busy all year long, mm -hmm. and we'll talk about that a little bit later. But tell me some of the things happening for Christmas. And I guess the first thing I think of is the angel tree. Right, and that's my baby, so I, of course, want to talk about it first. But okay. Yeah, we have our angel tree that started in 1979 in Lynchburg, Virginia, by then Majors Charles and Sharon White, Shirley, excuse me, White. And um, they thought they wanted a personal way for people to be able to donate to children. Mm -hmm. So they found a Hallmark card that had some angels on it, cut it out, put some information on the back of it, hung it in the trees in the mall there, and that's how the angel tree was born for the Salvation Army. And it works pretty much the same way now. We've gotten a little bit more high-tech in some areas, mm -hmm. but basically you select a child from the tree, you look at their tag, it has their first name, their age, and then three wishes that they'd like for Christmas and some sizes. And so you can buy specifically for that child you purchase those gifts, they come back to my office, and we make sure that they get to their families. And then on Christmas morning, they have gifts um, that they wanted, clothes that fit, and it's just a great personal way to be able to uh, give to a child. So I know the clothes um, are important. I don't think that was always part of the, the, um, the ask, right. but everybody wants to give them a coat. And, you yeah. know, clean socks and T-shirts. I and try all to that make sure stuff. that every child gets at least three cho uh, three toys, um, and then either an outfit, a coat, or shoes, and it's some combination. And if you buy all of that for your child, it's going to that child. That's wonderful. Um, so that's um, that's what we like to do. Um, the coats become ex you know important. The clothes become important. Um, these kids now have grown out of their summer clothes and maybe school clothes that they got. Mm -hmm. um, maybe they've only had hand-me-downs or thrift store clothes, which of course there's nothing wrong with that. To, but to be able to go to school in January with brand new clothes on. I remember my first day of school with new clothes or the first day after Christmas. It's a good special feeling and we can give that to children. That's great. Um, how do I find an angel tree? How do I find a family? If you want a whole family, we can take care of that at, through our office. You can call our office and talk to Lisa, mm -hmm. and she'll get you a family. Or um, you can go to the tree. If you see the codes that match, every child has a code and then a letter at the end. So the numbers, um, at the letter and number at the beginning is the family, and then ABC kind of tells which sibling they are in the family. Anyway, that would... So the number would match to make you a family. But you can just go to um, our area, Walmarts. We have one in Quincy. Um, Hurricane, Nitro, and Logan, and then the Burks Outlet up in Nitro all have angel trees. And then we have a special one at Dr. Allison Jarrett's office on Canal Boulevard, um, and she is the only tree in Charleston. So wow. if we have any businesses in Charleston who would like to um, adopt a, or sponsor a tree, we'd love to set you up. So, Okay. Um, you, I remember uh, in 
a previous life, mm -hmm. um, the, our office taking a family and everyone within the office had a child or a parent. And mm -hmm. I think we were able to provide a very nice Christmas for them. Yeah, it's, it's really special when you can take a family. We do provide a gift card to Kroger for each of the families to have Christmas dinner. Mm -hmm. But when you adopt a family, if you want to do dinner as well, we'll let you do that as well. We just want, we are, we are so blessed to be the go-between, between those who need and those who have to give. Mm -hmm. And so when we can make that meet, I get the happy job of seeing it all go together. And so I'm really, that's why I get so excited about the angel tree this time of year, because I get, it's very selfish in a way, because I get to see all the happy. Um, so it's a, it's a good thing. I like that so much. And, and you mentioned that that after when you so you pick the your person mm -hmm. your and you become an angel and you shop and then what tell me again what happens where do i take the gifts the walmarts and burks outlet and even dr jarrett's office they've agreed to hold the gifts so you oh, can good. take it okay. back to where you've gotten the angel from or you can bring it to our office we take it to our distribution center and we line them all up they're all lined up by number and then the day of distribution uh, we're doing drive-through for the second year in a row They'll come through, we'll call out the number, all of those gifts for that family are brought out and stuffed into a car, oh, and wow. then they drive home, and then mom gets to decide how she gives that to her children. If she decides to say, you know, I'm going to pretend like this is from Santa, mm -hmm. or if I'm going to wrap this and be able to give my children something, it gives the parents some dignity in how they are able to give to their children. Their children don't have to know where the gifts come from, but God knows. Right. Um, God knows, and this is a great time for the community to be able to step up and help a child and help a family to have some hope, which is our theme this Christmas, is hope marches on. Oh, I love so, that. Yeah. Um, and so let me just clarify. So I can go to area Walmart's mm -hmm. or Dr. Jarrett's office mm -hmm. or Birch Outlet, Birch Outlet. Mm -hmm. and pick a family, a person, a family, mm -hmm. children, whatever right. that I want. Then I shop, and then I can take it back to that location, or I can drop it off at your office. Right. And is that the um, office on the west side? Yeah, 301 Tennessee Avenue. Okay. Um, so that makes it easy for yeah. me. I know you have a big parking lot there, so that's not an issue. Right. Yeah. Yeah, we have parking. <laughs> that's a big thing now. I, I'm, I'm learning that. <laughs> yeah, so you make it very easy to do that. Um, another thing when I think of uh, Christmas time, you know, I, I can't remember a day I didn't hear the bells ringing in a red kettle. Tell me about that. Um, the Christmas Kettle this year is celebrating its 130th anniversary. The Salvation Army has been no ringing way. those bells for 130 years. Started out in San Francisco by Captain Joseph McPhee, um, and he said, uh, had committed to serving a thousand meals at Christmas. And he thought, how will I pay for all of this? Well, he remembered back when he lived in England that there was a thing called Simpson's Pot where people would toss money in and mm -hmm. that's how that nonprofit at that time raised money and so he said I can do that here so he set up a pot at the San, uh, San Francisco Wharf and said keep the pot boiling people put in money and he was able to raise enough money to feed a thousand families or a thousand people excuse me that Christmas and that tradition continues um, and while it fed just Christmas back then and it used to be just a Christmas fundraiser People are so generous to us that we're able to make that money stretch as long as we can through the year. And so it's our major fundraiser for the year. Mm -hmm. So um, you can drop change, dollar bills, big dollar bills, mm -hmm. um, whatever you want into the kettle. Yeah. Um, but I've heard a rumor that 
you're having trouble finding bell ringers. We are having a very difficult time finding bell ringers. Of course, we would love to have volunteers because that decreases our overhead and mm -hmm. more money stays, you know, where we can use it for social services mm -hmm. and our programs and things like that. However, volunteers are a little skittish these days. COVID is still real, but we're also having a really hard time finding paid bell ringers. We have access to about 30 kettle spots every day, but can only put out about 15 or so because we just don't have enough bell ringers. So if you're looking for a job to help you make a little extra money, um, it could help pay your rent. It could help buy your Christmas. Um, if you're looking for a job where you can do a little bit of that, you can come down to our office at 301 Tennessee and we can sign you up to be a bell ringer. Wow. Um, that to me is a sound and an image that is just part of Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, and I, I will admit to sometimes feeling a little guilty um, when I've walked by the, you know, five bell ringers in right. one day um, that I'm not giving to all five. And I, I want to stop and tell them that I've, yes. Well, just know that our, our bell ringers mm -hmm. job is to stand out there and tell you Merry Christmas mm -hmm. and watch the kettle. Mm -hmm. We um, operate on the a premonition that maybe if you don't give us today, you have given somewhere else. We just want to tell you thank you and Merry Christmas because I think that's one, part of the beauty of the kettle is that people give and there's, uh, it's, it's anonymous. We've had people drop $100 bills, stacks of $100 bills into our kettles, and they're not asking for any kind of recognition. So that's why it's important for our bell ringers to be able to say thank you, because we don't know who's given at what time and how much. Right. We just want to say thank you. Yeah. Oh, good. Good. And you mentioned that the, the money, this is your major fun, mm -hmm. fundraiser, mm -hmm. and that that money carries you through the year. Let's talk about some of the other programs that you do do after Christmas. The bells go, go into storage, mm -hmm. but there's still a need, and Salvation Army is still there. Yeah. Salvation Army is most known at Christmas, absolutely, but we're open all year round. In fact, um, even during COVID, our mantra became, we're still here. Mm -hmm. We didn't close our doors. Um, and so year round, we're able to provide social services help, which means a food box, a clothing voucher to our thrift store. Mm -hmm. um, we have senior food boxes. Um, we have about 100 seniors every month that come to us for a food box. Mm -hmm. We help with rent, we help with mortgage, um, we help with medicine. We help with electricity, we help with water as we have the funds. And it's uh, foundations like Greater Kanawha Valley that help us to do that. Mm -hmm. um, we also have the Salvation Army Boys and Girls Club is in our building. We have two locations. We have one in uh, Charleston and one in St. Albans that just reopened. So if you're looking for after-school care in St. Albans, look us up. We'll take oh, care of the babies. Um, and I love the club, and we have a great executive director and great employees there that take good care of our children. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, then we also have church services year-round. Um, if you're looking for a church home, a small place to be, 301 Mary, come by on Sunday. We'd love to have you. Um, so we have social services. We have the club. And then we have do just anywhere that we have any need. We do a mobile feedings every now and then out in pockets of communities where there are a lot of homeless, which... Yeah, homelessness is again on the rise and we're seeing new faces. Um, so we, we take all kinds of donations year-round, not just money, but things that we can use to help our homeless and help our kids. So if you have um, some extra toiletries, um, hygiene items, um, those kinds of things, that really goes a long way to help us help others. Um, so that's a good time to mention maybe. If, um, if I do want to volunteer uh, after Christmas, mm -hmm. 
can you use me? Is there absolutely? <laughs> uh, we really need help in our social services department. We have two of the most phenomenal ladies that work in there. But to keep up with everybody, we need help. If people wanted to go and pack food boxes, so mm -hmm. they'd be good and ready, so that uh, once the paperwork is done, we just have to hand it out. That would really help. We always help. We need help with cleaning. Um, the club um, really wants help getting. If you're a, some kind of educator or you just have a passion for something that you'd love to share with children, get in contact with our Boys and Girls Club. We need people to read to our kids. It is so important. Teachers tell us all the time that's the number one need, is people to read to the kids. It helps them to learn their grammar. It helps them to learn a lot of things um, that go along and, and will be foundations for their own education. So just even coming to the club and reading to the kids would be a neat thing for somebody to do. We have little things to do, and we have big things to do. Um, think of something you'd like to do for us, and we'll try to put it in motion. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, so if I want to contact Salvation Army, mm -hmm. there's a website, mm -hmm. and uh, that is SalvationArmyCharlestonWestVirginia.org. Yes. Uh, you have social media. We do. We're on Facebook, the Salvation Army of Charleston. Look us up. Um, and then, of course, our club also have pages. Okay, so that's a great way to keep mm -hmm. uh, in the know of mm -hmm. things that are happening. And tell me a phone number that people could call. 304 343 4548. 343 mm -hmm. 4548. Four, 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 eight. Four, eight. Um, and I'm sure that number is going to direct me to any answers that I need of ways Absolutely. to volunteer, mm -hmm. ways to donate or how I might get help right. if I'm um, if you're in, in need. need. Absolutely. That that number can direct me to there. Um, with all that you're doing, and I know you have traveled and lived a lot of different places mm -hmm. with Salvation Army throughout your career, um, I love to hear stories. Mm -hmm. Can you tell me a story of, that has affected you or the family and touched your heart? Well, it never goes without fail, but every year I, there's some kind of story that happens with the angel tree. But one of my favorites happened about three or four years ago uh, when we were living in Kingsport, Tennessee. Um, and so a little girl had asked for a desk for Christmas. And someone saw that need and had a beautiful roll-top desk and called me. And even though we always make sure the kids have new things, but um, sh the donor called me and said, please, would you, would you mind if I gave this? She said, it's in really great shape. And I said, well, you know, why not? So we picked it up. I was able to get it into a minivan. I'm very impressed with myself. Got it into a minivan, got it to our distribution center, got it rolled up. We called the mother and said, your daughter has gotten this beautiful desk. Make sure you bring a vehicle large enough to, to get it. And so they came. They had a pickup truck. It was raining that day. We loaded it. I mean, it was just a beautiful, beautiful roll-top desk. Loaded it up on the truck, and they drove away. That's not the end of the story. Two years later, the woman came in to ask for some clothes for school. Um, which would give vouchers to our thrift mm -hmm. store so people can do that. And while we were in there, found out that that was the mom and her daughter was standing beside her, and they were both still loving that roll-top desk. It was the treasure in their home. They Aww. protected it. They loved it. And just incredible to see when it comes first full circle, when mm -hmm. you get to hear that they're still using it, still loving it, that some donor, these people will never meet. The donor never gets to meet the child they gave to, but at the same time to know that there's still hope, there's still love. I love that. Um, and so it's one of my favorite stories. Uh, we all hope um, for a lot of people, not only at Christmas, but year-round with your dollars and your support. Well, there's just no way I can follow that up. <laughs> so I'm just going to say, if you'd like to donate, call 304-343-4548 
or reach out to Salvation Army Charleston, WestVirginia.org. Major mm -hmm. May, thank you so much for joining thank us today. Thank you for today. having us. Yes. This has been Community Connections, brought to you by the Greater Canal Valley Foundation. We'll see you next time. For more info on the Greater Canal Valley Foundation, visit us online at tgkvf.org.